right to the NBA, and that may have caused some problems for college basketball. Tell me what you think of the infusion in our state of all the talented basketball players, men and women, that have sort of grown up dreaming of maybe wanting to play in the NBA, WNBA? Yep, yep. yep. I think it's great. I think, um, you know, it goes all the way back to when, you know, I was coming up and, and idolizing, you know, guys that are a little bit older than me on, on the AAU scene. You know, whether that was, uh, you know, Darius Lane, Kyle Elamine, you know, Jabbar Washington, you know, those guys are a couple years older than me. They really started this whole thing, you know, with, with back in, you know, uh, the, the, the 90s with, um, you know, really back then I think it was only like two AAU programs that did the national thing. Um, and so to see how it has evolved within the state, both on the men's and the women's side, I think is awesome. I think it speaks to the development and the coaches that we have from, you know, junior high to high school to AAU. I think it, um, you know, says a lot about just the, 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 the way and the brand of basketball that, that Minnesota is, that it, it's able to translate. I think that's huge. I think, you know, it's one thing to have talent and be able to play, but it's another thing to be able to, to be productive and have that talent translate. And I think if you look across the board, whether, you know, men and women are, are low major, mid major, high major, there's a lot of success because their skills translate. And it, 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 it translates to winning, and that's, you know, uh, like I said, a, a, a big compliment to the teaching and, and how we produce players, both on the men's and women's side here in the state. And so it's exciting to see. You know, it's our job to hopefully keep uh, as many as we can home um, and help win with those guys. Um, but I like to see just Minnesota kids have success wherever they go. Uh, and it's really cool, especially during tournament time, when you can flip on a game and there's a good chance you see somebody on the men's and women's side that, that represents our state the right way. Incredible. Paige Bukers, the uh, women's college uh, freshman, uh, player yeah. player of the year at, uh, from Hopkins. And, and obviously, so, uh, Jalen Suggs, my gosh, 31 and 1. What a year. Supreme talent. And, and the funny thing about Paige is I remember I was recruiting Amir. And I showed up to Hopkins for an open gym, and we we're going to do like a, a, a just a little visit with him and his family there. And she was in the gym, and I had no idea who she was. I think this time she must have been, gosh, I, I want to say she was a freshman, and she was just shooting around. And I could, know, I knew right there. I was like, okay, she she shot it then different. And then she started playing kind of one on one with some of the some of the boys that were there, and was you know doing her thing. And I told Amir, I said, look, like, who is that? And I said, I want to see her play five on five. And and just back then, you could tell she just had it. And it was crazy. I remember I got on the phone and, and I have a, 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 a friend who's a, who's a women's coach at Division One level. I said, hey, I said, I don't know who this girl is, but Hopkins has this, 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 this girl that's unbelievable. And I said, she's young. You need to get on her. And I, so I slid her her name, and she called me back five minutes later. She's like, no, nah, we have no chance. He was like, she's already been offered by Louisville and yada, yada, yada. But she has that it factor. There's no, there's no doubt about it. And same thing with Jalen. You know, you watch Jalen play, and, and he just makes winning plays, and he does what's necessary to win. And then I've seen that kid, I'm sure just like you have, compete, whether it's football, basketball, from junior high on, and just everything he does is just a winning mentality that, that translates. And so I love seeing those guys have success and, and an unbelievable year to both of them and, you know, big things ahead for sure. Ben, how do you block the borders 
and keep the best talented players in Minnesota playing yep. for the Gophers. Yep. I think we just have to be truthful in our approach. I think we have to um, really do a good job of, of spreading the brand of what this era of Gopher basketball is going to be about. And I think if we do that, and I think if we connect and make you know honest relationships with families, with coaches, with kids, um, that we'll be able to have success. I think um, you know we have a lot to sell here that's extremely positive, and our message has to be you don't need to leave the state to reach every goal and aspirations that you have, both on and off the floor. We have enough here uh, where we can do it like everybody across the country does it, and now we just need a couple guys to believe early, and I think once we get that, you know, you'll be able to see sustained success, hopefully in a, in a short amount of time, and it's going to be a serious point of emphasis with me and my staff, um, and, but it, so is recruiting in general, you know, and like I said, we're going to recruit the state hard, um, but we also have to understand that there's really good players across the country, we just got to find the right ones, you know, there's Jordan Murphy's there to be had, there's Eric Curry's there to be had, uh, and we just got to do our due diligence homework as a staff and be really thorough and, and find the right student athletes that help go for basketball uh, on and off the court and, and make people in this state proud. Ben, are you a fan of the transfer portal? I understand you have, is it true, eight players in the portal? Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's yet to be determined. I mean, obviously, I was a transfer, so so I get it. I understand it. Um, you know, I try to flip it and say, you know, that's the rule now. So whether you're a fan or not, we all better figure it out. And, and we better figure it out quick because I don't think it's going anywhere. And it's going to be kind of the new wave of, of college basketball. So I think now you have to find a way to connect with your student athletes more than ever. Um, we're going to have to figure out, you know, unique ways to, to, to get that buy-in. Um, and to understand and get these guys to really believe in, in culture and staff and have that camaraderie um, because it, it is going to be a new changing time when, you know, these kids are going to be able to make decisions really yearly and rosters are, you know, could look different yearly. So uh, it's our job as coaches across the country to kind of figure it out. Can some players think that the commitment that was made to them by the, say, previous coach is not being fulfilled because now he's no longer here, and that's one of the reasons why they put their names in the portals? Yeah, I definitely think that's a huge part of it. You know, I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm a perfect example of that. You know, a lot of kids go to a university because of a staff, you know, whether that's an assistant coach or a head coach. I do think the, the staff plays a significant role in a family's decision. And so... When, when, a, when a coach is removed or he chooses to leave, there is a lot of uncertainty. Um, there's a good chance that the new coach doesn't know, you know, that family or those student athletes uh, either a little bit or at all. And so I think there is a lot of uncertainty. There's some anxiety. There's, there's a big unknown. Um, and, and because of that and with the new rule, I do think that's why you see so many in the portal um, because, you know, they want to have a sense of uh, – you know, calmness. They, they, these families want to have a sense of, um, you know, trust. And, and that's the hard part. But like I said, you know, the rule is what it is. And, and we got to find ways to be creative and, and connect with these young young families and, and student athletes as best we can. 
Final question. Thanks so much, Ben Johnson, head coach of the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers, Larry Fitzgerald. Coach, the NCAA recently, uh, a lawyer said that during the argument in front of the Supreme Court, our own view is if you allowed their or them, the players, to get paid, they will be spending even more time on their athletics and spending even less time on their academics. What, what, what do you think that means or says? Uh, you know, I guess there, there could be a lot of ways to, to look at what the, the pros and cons would be of paying student-athletes. Um, you know, I would like to think that, you know, student-athletes are going to be driven, hopefully, academically and athletically, and that the, the financial piece is just a bonus for their hard work, and, and it's something that you can do to, um, you know, really, uh, I don't know if thanks the right word, but really uh, give back for, for all that they do for, for college sports. Um, so I, I would say, you know, if you're recruiting the, the right student-athletes that, that care about, uh, you know, not just basketball, but also the academic piece, um, I don't know how much that will change. You know, obviously there are some, some kids that, you know, school must, you know, it isn't always for them. And I think that's why, you know, the G League has become an option for some of these high-end guys um, that, that don't want to do the, the, the college route. Um, but I do think at the end of the day, um, college is a great experience. I think, you know, a guy like Jalen Suggs totally proved that um, you can benefit and you can also do it and, and increase your draft stock by, by coming here, uh, finding a program, and, and, and winning. I think winning solves a lot of problems. Um, so, you know, I understand the point he's that they're, 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 they're making, but I would probably say at the end of the day, um, the majority of student athletes are driven to, to, to reach their dreams and become successful. And I would hope that, uh, you know, money wouldn't totally take that and make it, uh, you know, really, really one-sided. Coach Ben Johnson, I wish you only the best. Thanks so much for the opportunity to visit with you. Uh, anything the Fitzgeralds can do, you got my numbers. Good luck to you, Coach, and thank you. I, I appreciate it, man, and, and anything I can do to help uh, you in, in any way, you know I'm here. And uh, like I said, thanks for, the, thanks for the opportunity and the time. Here we go. Larry Fitzgerald visiting with one of the uh, top coaches in college basketball. Congratulations to a uh, young man who I've known for a long time. He is Ben Johnson. Folks, he's the head coach of the University of Minnesota Golden Gopher men's basketball program. They've been playing basketball for over 100 years. Uh, ben, thanks so much for giving me the opportunity to talk to you. And again, congratulations on getting this job. Larry, I, I appreciate it, man, and, and I appreciate uh, the time here to, to talk to you. Uh, like you said, you know, we, we go way back, and uh, a lot of good memories and a lot of good stories, so I appreciate uh, the opportunity to come on your show. When you were playing in high school at De La Salle, and I can think of my late great friend, Bubby, Bubby White. I, I, I get emotional thinking about it. And uh, I, I was over at a game between Minnehaha Academy and De La Salle, and uh, Larry was at De La Salle, was at Minnehaha Academy at the time, and you and Alan were over at uh, uh, De La Salle, and you guys killed Minnehaha Academy that day and won by like 70 points. And that's when, after the game, you had six touchdowns, so you were, they were carrying you off the field. <laughs> so it was just a, an experience where I just said, I got to get Larry out of 
uh, Minnehaha Academy and get him into a, a better environment for winning. And that's that's how I moved him over to Holy Angels, and we look at it now, and everything worked out for him, and it worked out for you. No, exactly. Everything definitely worked out. And I remember those days, you know, um, obviously I'm a basketball guy, but, but I'm also a football guy. And I love, uh, loved high school football. I mean, it was, it was awesome. And, you know, those Friday nights, uh, getting out there, going on the field and, and playing against guys like Larry, uh, and then being able to follow, follow him in, in his journey has been really cool for me. Um, but just to have those experiences and those memories, I wouldn't trade, uh, high school football for anything. Ben, talk about, first of all, your decision out of high school to go to Northwestern and and then ultimately how you changed your mind and transferred back to Minnesota. Yep. Um, so, you know, Northwestern had recruited me really hard since my sophomore year in college, and I became extremely close with the assistant Brian Gregory, who I ended up being a GA for at Dayton, and, and the head coach at the time, Kevin O'Neill. And, um, you know, Minnesota did recruit me um, a lot and pretty heavy early. Um, but it's just one of those things where my relationship with Northwestern and the opportunity that I had as a true freshman to, to, to get the chance to start and to play uh, significant minutes in the Big Ten and um, to kind of play the position that, that I was comfortable with. Um, we had a, a really young class coming in and with, with six freshmen and guys that all had met uh, across the AAU scene and across different camps that I really liked. And, and so for me, it was just kind of a, an opportunity that I looked at as a, as a, a really cool challenge. And with a staff that I knew uh, really believed in me and had a, I had a ton of respect for. Um, and then what ended up happening is, you know, uh, Brian Gregory ended up leaving before my freshman year. So that was kind of tough for me in an adjustment. Um, and then Kevin O'Neill left after my uh, freshman year as well. And so the combination of those two things, we had a couple of uh, teammates transfer, um, didn't have the success that I, that I wanted. Uh, and I really just didn't want to have any regrets. You know, I wanted to, to, to maximize my college experience. And, you know, having the opportunity with Coach Munson to come back home was something that I just could not pass up. And, and it turned out to be probably the best decision I've made in my life. Wow. When did you decide to get into coaching? Honestly, I got bit with the coaching bug in high school. Um, you know, I, I played for and, and under Dave Thorson, who at that time was, was a former assistant of Clem Haskins at Minnesota. And so just to see how he operated and to see the passion that he had for coaching, to hear the, the coaching stories, whether that was, you know, game day prep, uh, recruiting, just the bonds that he had with the, with the players um, that he was able to coach at Minnesota just – really was cool and special to me. And so that kind of like sparked my interest. And then, you know, I knew I always wanted to be around the game. And I think every player dreams of being an NBA player. And I knew uh, pretty quickly that I probably probably wasn't going to make it in the NBA. And so, um, you know, you start thinking of, of secondary options to keep you around the game. And I was blessed to, to be around some great coaches that I really admired and have a group of friends that are also coaches. And we all just kind of stayed the path. And, and it's led me to, to where I'm at today. Are you considering Thorson for your staff? He's, he's a couple, one of, one of the uh, handful of guys I'm, I'm looking at. Um, you know, I, I've been blessed.
yes, you know, there's been a huge uh, outcry of, of people with interest, and I think that says a lot about our program. I think it says a lot about our league um, and our in our tradition that we have here. That you know, I do think people across the country. Uh, that this is a place you can really win at. And, and so it's been humbling to uh, to receive calls and texts of interest. Um, and it's, a, it's always a challenging decision uh, when, you, when, you, when you look to hire your staff because it's such an important thing you do as a, as a head coach. Larry Fitzgerald visiting with Ben Johnson, the outstanding coach of the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers. Uh, you were hired by Richard Pitino as an assistant, and, and you stayed uh, with him for quite a few years. Talk about that experience and how that has helped you. Yeah, no, I did. I, I was with Richard for, for five years, um, and, and it was awesome. Um, you know, I think what he taught me um, on both the defensive and offensive side of the ball was, was unique. You know, I kind of been brought up in, you know, pack line defense and, you know, kind of like you know, certain sets that you run offensively and, 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 and quick hitters and terminology, they're all kind of the same. Um, I work for a lot of, you know, quote-unquote Midwest guys. And with Richard, I was able to learn just a new style of basketball. Um, obviously with the press, uh, with, the, with the zone, um, with just different things offensively that he brought from Billy Donovan, who I think is one of the best offensive coaches in, 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 the, in the world, um, was, was fun and exciting for me. And it, it taught me just a different style and brand of basketball that, that I will use with me today that I really believe you can you can take bits and pieces and, and definitely win with. And, and obviously it's, it's been proven with his, with his dad. Um, you know, I do think um, he left this place uh, after eight years with two NCAA tournaments, an NIT championship, um, you know, a couple pros in the NBA, in a good spot. And so I'm definitely going to peel back some of the things that I learned from him and, and apply them uh, as I see need in, in our program. When I look at college basketball and the incredible talent, uh, and, of course, you know, I, I go back. You know, this is my 42nd year being in the media business. And, you know, I remember Kevin Garnett coming in out of high school. Of course, the late Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, he's still playing 18 years. Uh, so athletes have been able to go right from high school right to the NBA. 